Be sure to catch live editions of Rogan and Rodney weekdays at noon on AM 570 LA Sports. And don't miss the FNA podcast with show producer Kevin Figures and Clippers host Adam Oslin on the iHeartRadio app. AM 570 and LA Sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Peterson. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Rodney Peterson. Available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. We continue. Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete on AM570 LA Sports. Uh, Rodney, you know, this is the time where we do two things. First, we have to get everybody caught up on what has happened today. Oh, yeah, we do. A lot has happened. And Kevin's got it all ready to go with its lit. But the other thing we have to do, and if you're just joining us for the first time at 2 o'clock, we try to bring some spirituality into your day. We think it's important. We consider ourselves a giant family. We all come together every day. And we want to spend this time with you. We look forward to it. And we want to leave you with something that you can carry with you throughout your day. Maybe share the wisdom with others. Maybe just reflect on it yourself. It's our daily dose of spirituality. Yes. And to provide that, there is only one man. Oh, yeah. You know who that man is. With the daily haiku at two, we now welcome on Vic the Brit. And Vic, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Fred. Thank you for the uh, benevolent intro. My pleasure, Vic. Well-deserved. He never loses. His name is Rodney Pete. VTP. Never lost. Never. Never lost. He's the executive producer of the Rogan and Rodney Show. Please put your hands together and show the love for Kevin Figures. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. On the ones and the twos and the threes and the fours, you know him, you love him, he's Ronnie Fascio. flavor. This diversity in his background is helping him a lot tonight. Proud to say, Yuko, my beloved bride and myself, yes. just got our second vaccines oh, you about did. an hour ago. Congratulations, oh, Vic. Yeah. Vic. Way to go, Vic. Thank you so much. How you feeling? Little woozy. In, in fact, that's my new my, it's my new moniker. Little woozy. I don't mean to laugh. About to drop verse with little yachty. Uh huh. Little boozy. Little baby. Little woozy. And little oozy. Mm hmm. Yeah, because you said you felt a little oozy. He I, felt a little woozy. Oh, woozy. woozy. So because uh, woozy. He's, so because he's feeling a little woozy, yes. he's gonna do a song with little oozy. Okay. Little oozy. But you felt a little, a little woozy. yachty. You felt a, a little, little yachty. You felt a little woozy, a little woozy after the first shot, Vic. Remember? I did. I did. It's, it's, uh, it's about the same, but it's good. I'm feeling, you know, I'm feeling like I also want to maybe drop some for a little, little Wayne. Yeah. 
And maybe a little little Kim. Lil Kim, okay. Give it up for little Kim. Lil Kim, like that. Trailblazer. Lil Baby? What about Lil Baby? Oh, Lil Baby, good call. Yeah. Lil Baby. Hey Vic, you're gonna take a nap? No, I don't nap. <laughs> Vic, you never nap. I'm always up. You never nap. Well, you're not always up, you sleep at night. I have a tough time sleeping. Although, you know, I do I do take the CBD. Yeah. You know, to, to uh, num, 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 everything. To do what, Vic? What do you do? Num, 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 num. <laughs> you know, numb me up. Yes. You know, take the edge off. You a little numbed up now or no? Are you calling me a numb nut? I said, are you no. numbed up now or no? Oh. But you are. Yeah, no, no need for name calling, Fred. I've been calling that. I've been called that before, Fred. Given what you just said, the answer is yes. You are a little numbed up now. <laughs> yes, you are. Watch the ratings explode. What? The ratings. The ratings. Oh, the ratings. We just got the ratings, Vic. Rating. Uh, what happened? They exploded. <laughs> it's a good day for us. I'm telling you. I'm so it's... proud of you. <laughs> it's called Good Old Fashioned Family Radio. That's right. Oh, yeah. You know, we have, a, we have a lot of great sports talk happening here. Yes. But, you know, I am still cavelling over Albert Pujols. Can we please put our hands together for young Albert? Yes, young Albert. Two outs. Took Bumgarner up the middle, and the and we haven't had that kind of two-out hitting from a right-handed hitter against a lefty in a long time. You know what our what our batting average is against left-handers this year before Albert? What is it, Vic? I think it's two twelve. I'm not a big numbers guy, but that that's weak. No, but it's more curious. Before you, Albert. Yeah, but it's more curious <laughs> that you game. go, do you know what is the, the numbers are? No, what is it? I think it's 212, but I'm not a big numbers guy. No, but that's a number I've really been focused on the last couple of years, how we oh. failed to hit left-handed hitting. I'm oh. left-handed pitching. Yeah, I would, it's, it's something we really should take you know take care of our business. Yeah. Because our team's so strong, but that, that is a, an Achilles heel, is left-handed uh, pitching. Listen, right. we just want to be the strongest team we can be. Yes. You know, we want to take care of all all weaknesses. I mean, Andrew Friedman, you know, picking up Albert Pujols, I thought, is, is a genius. And I like Sutsugo, the utility guy. I think David Vasse really broke it down about Sutsugo. Just needs some confidence. He had, came over from uh, Japan, really hasn't produced. Right. But, he'll, he'll, you know, this is a good role for him with the Dodgers. I like I like Setsugo. I think he's going to uh, surprise a lot of people. You don't know him. Don't know him well. Yeah. I remember with Tampa, with Tampa, he really never got out of the gate. Right. He we, he was having trouble adjusting to the velocity of major league pitching. But yeah, he, good point. Very good hitter in Japan. But again, different league. Yeah. Different talent. Although look at Otani-san with 13 home runs this year. Is that pretty wild? That's crazy. I mean, he took that fastball. It looked like it was 
you know, past him already. And just boom. So we want to give some love to Otani son having a sensational season. Yeah. How, how's Trouty? I know he hurt his calf. What's, what's, what's with Trouty? Any reports? I've not seen an update so far yet on Trout. On a quick heel to Trouty, man. Just kind of pulled up last night. But anyway, we got Orias tonight. Don't forget the cold words. Have you, have you thrown down the cold words already, Fred? I've given two, Vic. I'll give the last one later this hour. Okay, I'm just checking. No, I've done it. Remember, those are field tickets. Yes. Field. Yeah, you get, those to, are, you get to go you, to the field. You're on the field, man. Well, you're not on the field. You're not playing. Well, you're close. You're yeah. pretty, it's a really cool seat. And VIP parking. Yes. This is, yes. This is a good... Man, this is a sensational prize. Yeah. And I got a haiku for you guys. Oh, yes. Rodney, I'm bringing up from AAA Oklahoma City, God no. God no. God no. God no. Okay. I thought he said God knows. G A N O. God Yes. Or God no. Or God no. Or God no. You know? You know God no. Yes. Gano, Gano, friend. We want to give him a shot. He's he's been on before. He's good. He's very good. You know, but let's face it, he's not in the same league as you know, Busan and Shiki. I'm tired of their their pear huh? blossoms. Let's get Gano in here. What? Yeah, let's get somebody new. Tired of Busan? Yeah, you know. Fred. You come know on. what? Enough with his cherry blossoms for a day. Let's get Gano enough in here. Enough with cherry blossoms? Yeah, let's Whoa, get... Whoa, wait, did you say oh, enough? Did you just say enough Rodney, with cherry blossoms? check him? What in the world? Did check you just him. say that? Check him. I just want to hear Gano today. That's How dare you say I enough with cherry blossoms? But... Cherry blossoms, Fred? That's like saying enough with Dodger talk. Exactly. Enough with Dodger blue. Yeah. Enough. Enough with the Dodger blue. Why would you say that? Fred. Because I just want to hear Gano today. That's all. I'm wow. ready for somebody new. Oh, listen. I understand. But still. Cherry, cherry blossoms, blossoms rule. Butterflies blossoms, attaching themselves to the grass. Cherry blossoms could come from anyone, Fred. I know. It's sacred. I know. You well, have to use it well. Yeah, but I bet you Gano doesn't have any in his today. No, he does not. You're right. Good. It'll be something different. Wow. Are you saying that the haikus are, uh, are running in a in a pattern that's that is that is not giving you a, 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 enough tranquility, friend? No, what I'm saying is it's nice for some diversity. You know what I mean? This diversity in this background is helping him a lot tonight. Okay. This is by Gano. This haiku for you on this Tuesday, May the 18th. The lovely broad leaves of the striped bamboo with rice dumplings in them. I'm feeling you! Ganon. So he said that there were rice dumplings in the bamboo. In the bamboo. Does it get better than that in the striped Bamboo, which is a rare bamboo, the striped bamboo. Call him bamboo. up, Nick. Call him up from AAA. Call him up. Right? I know. 
But are the dumplings in the bamboo and the bamboo is uh, like a bowl? Well, the lovely broad leaves of the striped bamboo. So it's the leaves of the striped bamboo, which are, you know, pretty, pretty big leaves, you know? Yes, Freddie. Are you listening, Fred? Yeah, you know. And, what and within the leaf, Fred, rice dumplings in them. The leaves of the bamboo. Right, so what do you call it? Not making a bowl out of the bamboo, Fred. No, so it's in the leaves. Exactly. So it's basically like uh, you, you go to uh, a restaurant and you get the big, I don't know what they're, you guys know what they're called. The lettuce, and then you put like the chicken or something in it, and you eat it. A wrap, a wrap, lettuce a wrap, cup, lettuce cup, lettuce cup. Right. So th this is like uh, a dumpling cup. Okay, okay, I can I can run with that. Okay, then but I it, but it's within the striped bamboo leaves. Yeah. Striped In fact, bamboo leaves, Fred. Why do you want to bring a lettuce cup into it? Well, striped bamboo. Leaves. I'm trying to explain what it is, and that's what it is. It's a lettuce cup. It's striped bamboo leaves, not lettuce cup. No, I know, but except it's done with no. striped bamboo leaves. No, no, it's its own. So in theory, you striped could have bamboo leaves. You could not have lettuce cups. No, but you could have striped bamboo leaves and chicken. We just had the dumpling in this. I don't think the chicken would really fit the fit the um, the essence of the of the haiku. Rice dumplings. Yes. You know they're, they're very very fragile. Rice dump. Very, very tasty. Yeah. And very, very uh, a serene dish, a rice dumpling as opposed to a piece of chicken. Yeah. Why do you want to add chicken to it, Fred? No, I'm just saying that it's the same concept. Not really. No, Fred. This is not a Mongolian barbecue on the corner. Yeah, Fred. <laughs> not jerk chicken from Jamaica on the corner, Fred, that you just add to everything. No, this is a whole different on, concept, Fred. Fred. Why do you want to put chicken up in it? I don't want to put chicken. You're putting up chicken in up in it. I'm, Vic, I'm not putting chicken up in it or up in anything. It's lit. Fire! Stories lighting up the sports headlines. Brought to you by Jacob and Ronnie. You have a problem. You got to call the best in the business. That's Jacob and Ronnie. Accident or injury? Call Jacob and Ronnie. Call Jacob. We have a problem, Fred. Talking about unwritten rules in baseball. Remember, we had a quote from Noah Syndergaard last week talking about how he hates the unwritten rules and guys should be able to pimp home runs and have fun. Well, Tony Russo is now a manager yet again with the Chicago White Sox, and he was upset, but not upset by something that happened with the other team, the Minnesota Twins last night, but upset with something that his own team did. So, Yerman Mercedes is a, is a player for the White Sox, excellent young player, and hit a home run last night on a 3-0 count. And by the way, the Twins have been awful so far this year, and the White Sox wiped the floor with them last night. So, LaRusa today, when talking about Yerman Mercedes hitting a home run on a 3-0 count, he said, quote, Yerman made a mistake. There will be a consequence he has to endure here within our family. Sounds like a mafia hit or something, but <laughs> all right. Well, that is that is old school Tony La Russa talking about one of his own players hitting a home run when his team was up big. All right. Oh. Well, there's a couple of things in that story that we have to add. Okay. First of all, uh, Chicago was killing the Twins. Yep. So the Twins put in the guy, and I, I I don't exactly know his name, but I think they call him the Turtle. Yes, because he's kind of shaped like one. He's kind of so. shaped like a turtle. He's really fast. And he's very good. Yeah, but he looks nothing like a baseball player. Correct. And watching him run is a treat all into itself. What's the turtle skate look like? He, Wide in the middle? A little rotund, yeah. rotund in certain in areas. and yeah. yeah. He does not look like a baseball player. But he, he's having a good year. Austin Dio or something yeah. is his name. All right. Anyway, so they put him in a pitch on his 3-0 pitch. 
He throws a 47-mile-an-hour Ephus pitch. He just kind of lobs it up there, and Mercedes crushes it out of the park. And it was a titanic blast. Uh, watching it, because I saw it, it was fun to watch. I have to tell you, it was hilarious. Obviously, you shouldn't swing 3-0 when you're up like by 12 runs. But still, it was a lot of fun to watch. So but, you so you agree with Tony LaRusso? Well, for my entertainment value, no, I don't. But in baseball, you're up by like 12 runs, 3-0 pitch, and the guy's basically okay. throwing it underhand. Okay, so you're against the unwritten rules only in certain circumstances. Is that what I'm getting from you, Fred? That's what it sounds like to me. Well, no, so I, I'm just You saying. hate the unwritten rules. Yeah, I do. Only in certain circumstances. Well, that goes back to what we said, Rodney. Uh, you know, you're up by 30 points and you're still putting the press on. Yeah, you can. Sure you can. In basketball. Of course you can. But really. You're up by that much. I get it. You, you, unwritten rule. You normally don't want a guy to swing a 3-0 at any point in the game. No, that's not true. Some guys have a green light for that. But yeah. not many. It depends yeah. on the situation. Depends on the situation. If it's close, your game is close, and you got your best hitter up, and it's two outs, and the pitcher's up next. Yeah, you want the guy to swing away. Three yeah, but more often than not, is what I'm saying. <laughs> more often than not. Yeah, so you're picking and choosing your. your yeah, more often rule. than not, you don't swing three and out. But you're picking and choosing your unwritten rule. So it's either all. It's not. All, it's gray when it comes to unwritten rules. What you're saying. No, yeah, I don't. I don't know what Larusse is thinking. <laughs> the what? The White Sox are the best team in the American League. You know, no one knows about them, but they're the best team in the American League and the most entertaining. So I'd be pulling back. I'm letting uh, Mercedes swing three and zero, two and zero. I don't care. This team is destroying squads. I mean, they destroyed Minnesota, but you know, Minnesota's really having an off year. But the White Sox are the team to watch in the American League. Everybody, they're entertaining. They got all these young bloods just going wild. They got a great pitching staff. Uh, it's not. It's, it's really not at the Dodger level, but it's for the American League. I'd call it the best staff in the American League is the White Sox. So Larusa, I'd pull back. I forget about this family stuff and just let the let the young bloods be young bloods. Let them have a good time. They want to swing three and zero. Let them swing three and zero. Because the White Sox are having a sensational year. I don't even know what. They, what they know what are they? Fifteen games above five hundred. I think I yeah, but isn't that piling on, Vic? Isn't that piling on when you're swinging three no, and all? No, really. No. When you're up? No. Isn't that like, like going for two in football when you're up by 30? Not really. If, if you can get me out, get me out. They're 10 games above 500. Yes. Yeah. Best They're 10 games the above AL. 500. They're yeah. a nice team. Don't, don't overlook the White Sox this year. I don't, I don't think anybody's overlooking them, Vic. They've been good the last couple of years. Went to the playoffs last year. That's true. They did make the playoffs last year. Yeah. Uh, since we're talking baseball, I saw this. The uh, uh, Oakland A's officials, remember they were given that ultimatum by Major League Baseball, get your stadium issue in check or get the hell out of Oakland. Uh, there's a report from the Las Vegas Review Journal that the A's officials are visiting Southern Nevada later this week Ooh. to explore moving to Las Vegas. Do we think that baseball can sustain, sustain itself in Las Vegas? We know the Raiders are there, and they're going to be huge and already are, despite having no fans as of yet. And then the Aces have done have been a big hit, and so have the Golden Knights, who have been got off to a phenomenal start their first year there, Fred. Well, my concerns, and and I I've revisited this in my own mind. My concerns oh. always were that Vegas is not large enough. There's not a, a great enough population to support Major League Baseball. You play a lot of games at a big stadium. 
if you look at the the Phoenix model, the Arizona Diamondbacks, you know, they're going to draw 25,000. That's what I was told. They're going to draw 25,000. That's it. No matter what, they draw 25,000. And Phoenix is much larger than Vegas. But I think Vegas is a market that you would want to be into. And Kevin, what I take from this, the story is that, okay, we warned you. Now we're going to go start looking at stuff. You better step up fast. So I think this is, these are veiled warning shots over the bow that we are going to start looking around if you don't react quickly. As Rodney knows, no matter how quickly you want the people up north in Oakland to react because of the political situation, it takes a lot of time. So I think this is a threat, but I don't think it's any more than that right now. Yeah, they always act a little bit too late. Once they, the team is kind of on their way to moving out, and they said, oh, we want to keep the team, you know, kind of thing. So, yeah, the, 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 the officials up in the Bay Area are a little, especially Oakland, a little slow on the draw. But, yeah, no, I think it could work for sure. Basketball's coming to Vegas. All four sports are going to be in Vegas in, in one, in, in very, very soon. And in baseball, um, I, I definitely think it can work. Uh, they definitely just have to have an, an indoor stadium for those summer months and those just like Arizona does, you know. I, but I think Vegas, the way it's, it's hot for football, hot for hockey, basketball's on its way. Oh, yeah, I think baseball's on its way. You know a market I would go into? Nashville. Yeah. I well, think don't they Na- have Nashville. a group? They have a group to put yep. together trying to uh, get baseball to Nashville? Yeah. I think Nashville would be a very good market to go into. Yeah. I agree. Vegas would be a tremendous move. They have to follow the po- in the population. And the population is going to Vegas. A lot of people moving to Vegas. And they're great sports fans in Vegas. It's a natural move, Vegas. I mean, who knew the Golden Knights were going to be such a success on the ice there? And, of course, the Raiders, you know, they're an uh, incredible hit in Vegas already. Vic, is your phone ringing? Uh, yeah, I believe I, I believe it's the owner of Porn Stars. I think it's Rick Don't from Porn it, Stars. Fred. Don't say it. He said Pawn. Red, not porn. I, I thought he said porn stars. So did I. I did. <laughs> What's this? I think it's Rick and his, you know, his, uh, and Rick and the boss and the. Not porn, Fred. Pawn. Like you're porn stars. On that watch. Yeah, but when he first said it, I thought, why is some guy calling Chumley porn stars? I think Chumley's calling. But you don't think Vic can have somebody call from porn? Well, I don't know. Is Vic performing under uh, another name? That we don't know about. Are you not addicted to that show <laughs> on the History Channel? <laughs> the oh, that's porn stars? There's, a, there's a disconnect going on right Is now. Is that where you find it? The History Channel? Well, they really changed their programming up. It's <laughs> the last I watched. Cool. It's been on for 18 years. Like, longer than that, Vic. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's one of the longest rating. It's one of the longest running shows in television history. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. Are we talking about the same thing? I'm talking so. about porn stars. Yeah. <laughs> Called Spectrovision. <laughs> I'm talking oh. about Big Rick. Yeah, Big hey, Rick. Big Boss. Chumley. No question. Have you seen I can't I, say I'm familiar with Big show? I don't think I'm familiar with Big Rick there, Vic. I'm going to leave that one alone. I think I like to keep it that way. And Chumley? Are you, are you kidding me? I'm sure there's a guy named Chumley in there too, Vic. 
Yeah, Chumley. Yeah. He's the star of the show, Chumley. Okay. I'll bet. <laughs> I'll bet. Uh, hey, yikes. Oh, so remember the Olympics were postponed from last year into this coming summer? Yeah. Scheduled yes. to start July 23rd. Yeah. Well, there's been a groundswell of support for people to basically boycott the Olympics, and they're trying to actually have Tokyo not do it at all. As a matter of fact, a top medical group in Japan is actually joining that previous group I just spoke about, saying we should cancel the Olympics. There's too many spikes in COVID. I know we're doing very well here in the United States and specifically here in California, but in Tokyo, it's run amok, to say the least. And they, the, the medical practitioners are saying, we have our hands full right now. We have no spare medical capacity. If you bring all these people in, it's only going to get worse. So they're strongly suggesting that they not only postpone, just cancel altogether, cancel this Ooh. year's Olympics, and just wait for the next summer cycle. Ooh. Well, that's not going to happen, obviously. And it's not going to happen because there's so much money at stake here. But and it, here's the thing. You hear that. We're not there. We don't really know, right? I mean, you get the reports, but we don't really know because we're not there. It's like when things happen in this country and overseas, people hear about it. They read, they read the news accounts. They don't really know they're not here. So really, how much, because I read that too, Kevin, that they're saying we don't want the games, period cancel them. I don't know how true that is except I'm sure there there's a group of people there that are saying we can't handle it. There have been a few citizens, groups of citizens that have been polled over the last couple of months and I mean from everything again to your point Fred, everything that I'm at least reading and hearing there's very little support from the citizenship there to actually have this happen. They don't want all these people coming in. K-Fig, you are correct. The people don't want the Olympics. The Japanese people do not want the Olympics. And as Fred addressed, it is about money, but they are spiking out of control. Japan is having severe problems in so many big cities. Osaka. Oh, they're spiking now? Tokyo. Oh, it's spiking yes. crazy in it's Japan. It's bad now? Ooh. It's bad now. It is. You know, it it's is. not like India, but it's horrific. Wow. Uh, it's, it, it is really... Going into summer, it's already bad? Oh, it's horrific in Japan. Uh, oh, what if I athletes mean, will will opt out? What do you think? Osaka, Tokyo, Hokkaido, uh, everywhere in Japan, it's spiking out of control. And yet, you know, they, they so fiercely want the Olympics. They're just denying what's going on. What's going on is, I mean, you've got almost epidemic purport, epidemic proportions in Japan, but yet, you know, the powers that be are pushing this thing forward. It's insane. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. Man, if it's that bad and it's spiking, I'm wondering, like I said, will there be athletes that start to drop out or opt out? It could be, Rodney. It's very, it's it's a very serious situation. The Japanese government downplays it because, you know, I'm very, very uh, on, on top of this uh, international situation. Mm-hmm. And I, I watch uh, international news a lot just to get another... Uh, angle on everything yeah. and they're freaking out in japan they are freaking out i have no idea if the athletes really know this you know and, and how informed are they being being kept in other words right are, 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 is somebody calling them in and saying here's really the situation yeah, as we assess it or are they saying a lot of people are talking about you know maybe it's not a good idea things are out of control there but we've taken care of things for you guys and you'll be fine i I don't know what they're telling them but if it's really that bad Vic, 
Yeah. Wow. I, oh, yeah. It's, it's really a horrific situation, but they're just plowing through. You know, there must be an insane amount of money that is driving this thing because obviously it's not health. It's not health concerns because they don't they don't care. I mean, they are spiking, you know, like Mount Fuji. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, Genki, that's Scott. Damn right. Hey, that man. Is, man, that's right. Um, we all know the story of uh, Pat Tillman, a former safety for the uh, Arizona Cardinals, American hero, gave up a uh, very successful NFL career to go serve as an Army Ranger after the attacks on 9-11 and uh, was unfortunately killed by friendly fire in Afghanistan in 2004. There is a change.org position, a petition, excuse me, calling for the NFL to actually retire his number 40 jersey. This We're coming up on the 20-year 20, 20 anniversary, which seems crazy. Wow. 20, 20 years, years ago was 9-11. But 5,000 people have signed the petition. They want to retire the number 40 across the entire NFL in honor of Pat Tillman. Do we think that's a good idea? Rodney, I'm going to defer to you. You play. Why? No, you got to. No, I, I want to hear what you have to say. No, no, I mean, you don't. I, I don't. No, you don't. No, I don't think don't. it's a bad no, idea. No. There you go. I, I don't think it's a bad idea, but really and truly, I, I want to hear a perspective of a guy that played. And if you think it's a good idea. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't think it's a bad. But I might not be I don't considering. Know a better, I don't know of a better dodge than that. Right. No, I don't yeah. know if I'm considering everything. I mean, you have perspective. You have perspective that, that we can. That must be considered. What's that to consider? Wanna... Usually, what is the goal, the precedent for a jersey being retired? It's a phenomenal player who has long standing, and especially right. for an entire league to do it, right. let alone a team yeah. to do it. This would be an unprecedented move if the NFL were to actually take up this petition. Yeah. So you got to put it, does he fall in the category of a Jackie Robinson? Right. And in that respect, no. Just to be honest. Yes, the, a great hero had, you know, sacrificed the ultimate, made the ultimate sacrifice for for this country. Absolutely, 100. Um, percent Are there statues of him at, at ASU Arizona State and the Cardinals? Yes. Um, retiring number 40 throughout the NFL. I don't know. I don't think so. I love the idea. He's an American hero. Pat Tillman, you talk about self-sacrifice. He is the epitome of self-sacrifice. I think it's a great idea to honor Tillman. I mean, he had an incredible career, gave it up to defend our country. I'm retiring his number. Pat Tillman's a hero. And for the record, Fred, you are for it or for are you against it? I think I'm for the Arizona Cardinals, listening to Rodney, and it's a fair point. I think the Arizona Cardinals could certainly retire his jersey. They may have already for all yeah, I'm, I'm I, not I sure if they have or haven't. League-wide, I agree. I don't think so. Okay. That's what's lighting up the headlines. Kevin's been great. All right, we still have the code word to give you. Final code word. Oh, yeah. Of the day. Kevin, do we have some stuff from the Lakers? Yeah, the Lakers spoke a few minutes ago, so I'll bring some uh, some quotes from them. Okay. Rooftop, parking lot. Yes. Rodney Pete, Fred Rogan. On a Taco Tuesday. Let's go, Freddy. Let's do it. Uh, all right, playing start tonight, Eastern Conference. Tomorrow, the Who do you Lakers like? go ahead. Who do you like in the Eastern Conference playing? You know what I'd like to see happen? I'd like to see Washington win tonight. <laughs> you want Russell Westbrook to win? I just think it'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> I wanna, I'd like to see him. I, 
They're not going to win in the playoffs, but I'd like to see them win tonight. I think it'd be fun. Any particular reason why? Yeah, just to shake it up. Okay. You know, they play Boston, right? They do. Yeah. Could this be the end for Brad Stevens if he gets bounced? There's, Mm. you know, there's a good possibility. Danny Ainge said they've got to do something. They got to shake that up, and they really do. They're in no man's land. Maybe it's Danny Ainge. Well, yeah, (laughs) but I don't think Danny Ainge will change Danny Ainge. I'm going to fire myself. I don't think that'll happen. But they'll have to do something because it's it's that classic problem. Either win it or you're good enough to win it and you're there or you're really bad and you start again. In the middle is no man's land. It, it just doesn't matter. Well, they're worse than in the middle right now. I mean, they've been to the conference finals right. a couple of times the last couple of years, so it's not like that. they're that far away. But but they couldn't get over the hump. Not Yeah, and this, and this year especially, yeah. things have just cratered on them. Yeah, and... I, I, I would think there might be a change there, Rodney. Yeah, Brad Stevens will be out of work 10 seconds. But right. I think there'll be a change there because they can't continue that way. Uh, and the Lakers tomorrow go at it uh, against Golden State. Before we go on, by the way, you know who else is uh, has a chance to go in tonight? LaMelo. That's right. Your favorite, Fred. LaMelo Ball. Your man, LaMelo Ball. Yeah. Could have a ball boy in the playoffs. Could. <laughs> yeah, the, the wrong one, of course, because everybody well. thought Lonzo would get there first. But still in all, you can't deny what, what Melo was done. And he came back from the wrist injury. He did. Yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah. It, initially, they thought he was done for the year. And then he came back. He's had a good year. you got to give it to him. you got to give it to him. He's had a really good year. you got to give him rookie year. of the year. Yeah, you, you probably do. He's had a very good year. Uh, all right, as for the Lakers, here's what we know from practice today. LeBron experienced some uh, minor soreness in his ankle. Uh, but he is good to go against the Warriors, said Frank Vogel. So, he went all the way through practice today, and he's good to go. That'll make Laker fans happy. Uh, Kyle Kuzma was asked about teams tanking because, of course, the the feeling was, well, the Clippers tanked to avoid the Lakers. And here's what Kuzma said about that. It's easy to say a team is ducking another team or hiding from another team, but when you're trying to win a championship and advance, the playoffs is all about the strategy. Seeding matters. I don't look at it as ducking. More of a strategy. And AD said this, tomorrow we look at it as a game seven for sure. It's a must win for us. Where's the line between strategy and, and tanking and avoiding someone? Dami, do we agree with what Kuzma had to say there? or? Well, here's what I think. and he, It was interesting. His response to that was interesting. Uh, let's say, and there's no way to prove it, and Adam came on during the uh, noon hour. By the way, if you missed it, you can podcast the show. Adam Austin was great today. And uh, hear everything we've talked about. Just download the iHeartRadio app, and you can also listen live wherever you are every day. But uh, he pointed out that, no, this is how the Clippers have been operating. Guys have not been playing in back-to-backs. Some guys have been dinged up. So it wasn't unusual. I mean, we can turn around and argue that, yeah, it kind of looked like they, they tried to alter their path. But here's the point of that, Kevin. Let's say it worked. Let's say, yeah, what they did, if they in fact did it, worked. And it made a difference. Are you ducking or are you smart? And I guess the only way to find the answer to that out is to see what happens. Because if they did do that and it works, who says somebody else won't try it? Right? If something works. Teams have done it before. I've, yeah. I've, I can remember when it hadn't worked. So this was, remember the We Believe Warriors, Baron Davis, Stephen Jackson yeah. was there. They were the eighth seed. Right. And the Dallas Mavericks played them at the end of the regular season. And if the Mavericks would have beaten them, I think they would have uh, the seeding would have changed and the Mavericks would not have played them in the first round. They wanted to play Golden State in the first round that year, so they lost intentionally. 
Then they allow Golden State to come in, and Golden State mopped the floor with them. And that was an 8C beating a 1. So it can backfire. It has happened. I'm sure it's happened at other times, but that's the one that stands out most vividly to me. So it can absolutely blow up in your face. Yeah, I remember that. That was such an exciting series. Uh, I, but I, I, you know, listening to Adam and the way it broke down, um, it was decided before Sunday. So, so was it? Did they really do it intentionally? And then on top of that, there was no guarantee where you know where the Lakers would fall because it came down to you know the last few four, three or four games of the season to figure out if the Lakers were going to be even be that six seed or seven seed. So they were. So your theory has to be that he, they were tanking to get out of that third seed because they thought the Lakers were going to be the sixth seed, and then the Lakers don't even end up being the sixth seed. Be one thing if the Lakers were locked into the sixth seed, and they can go, okay, we know the Lakers are in the sixth seed, so let's try to move out of that third seed to get the fourth seed so we don't have to play them. But they didn't know that. They didn't know that in the last three or four games of the season, so it's hard to believe that they actually did that to avoid the Lakers. Got the final code word to give you. Hope you kept track of the first two. Our third code word is coming up. Logan and Rodney. Rodney Pete. An athlete. Rodney Pete. A father. Rodney Pete. An LA icon. Rodney Pete. And this guy. Red Rogan. <laughs> AM570 LA Sports. Okay, before we get out of here, final code word. We gave you the first two. This is number three. Listen to Petros and Money. They'll give you code words. And then when Tim Cates does uh, the pregame show for the Dodgers and you hear the sound or it's time for baseball, give them all six code words. And when you do that, you're going to see the Dodgers and Diamondbacks tomorrow night. Six field-level tickets and VIP parking. So here is your code word for this hour. Machine. Add that to the two we gave you and keep listening. Kevin, Rodney. Well, Rodney, thank you. Kevin, Ronnie, great job. We're back tomorrow. Making money off of cuss words, writing again. Learn how to take a head, so I fight with my pen. Late night, down sunset, like in the sin. What's the worst they can do to a player? Got me lost in hell to live and die in LA on bail. My people say, To live and die in LA.